When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, everybody. I'm Cassidy, one of your Indianapolis Colts cheerleaders, and you're watching the Believe in Colts podcast. Welcome back to Believe in Colts. I'm Lawrence Orr, with me as usual is my guy, bam, Donald Thomas. And today we are going to go over a critical, well, let's face it, all right, there's going to be quite a few of those critical games the rest of the season, but the next game is always the most important. And this Sunday, the Indianapolis Colts head to Cincinnati right down the interstate and face those Bengals. No Joe Burrow. No problem. At least that's what Cincinnati Bengals fans are thinking right now. Uh, Donald, what what is your initial reaction take of this upcoming game? Um, I don't think Bengals fans are thinking that it's going to be that easy. To be honest with you, I mean, if they if if they watch football, if they have been you know paying attention to anything that's going on in the league, and they've been seeing the way the Colts have been playing as of late, and you know scrappy and, and finding ways to win. So I don't think they think this is going to be just an easy, super easy game. Um, they can't think that, right? You, as a fan, you do, right? You, you think, oh, my team's going to win, but it ain't going to be as easy as you think. Yeah, I, I, I'm i just saying that from a fan's perspective of going, well, you know, our backup quarterback seems to be looking just like Joe Burrow out there. At least he did in the last game, right? I mean, it was very similar numbers, but we're going to dive into that a little bit deeper here in just a moment. But first, I got to remind everybody that Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, NFL, NBA, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device today. Sign up, get in on the action. Remember, you can use promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. So I don't know how much of that game that you watched, but um, yeah, that backup come in uh, this past game against uh, the Jaguars. And of course, we all know that, you know, the uh, uh, quarterback, Trevor Lawrence, went out with a high ankle sprain. A lot of controversy over that whole situation in the first place. But he comes in. He holds off the Jaguars. He wins himself a game, keeps them in the playoff hunt. Uh, would you say that getting pressure on Browning might be the Indianapolis Colts' number one focus this for the defense uh, this upcoming Sunday? Oh, a 1,000%, right? So main focus is definitely going to be do what you do and just play Colts defense as of late. And that means getting after the quarterback. So uh, that's definitely going to happen, right? And so if you can rattle him, get to the quarterback, Jacksonville didn't do a great job of getting to him, um, you know? And so you got a backup that comes in middle of the game and he's not really expecting to play and he knows the shoes he has to fill is right there before he even gets the ball in his hands is, is wearing on his mental. 
And, you know, their, their, their offensive line did a good job of keeping him clean and able to, to make throws. And so um, they picked up blitzes. They did a, a fairly decent job at, at protecting him. I don't know if that's going to fare as well this week, you know, with, uh, with the way the Colts are able to pressure the quarterback, though. Yeah, the Indianapolis Colts, they don't blitz very often. They seem to be able to get to the quarterback with their front four, which allows seven guys to, you know, clog up the passing lanes, which really, you know, is exactly what every defensive coordinator wants to do. Uh, But a lot of them don't have the the player ability to do so, right? Mm -hmm. Um, This week, the Indianapolis Colts get one of their – I don't know. I'd say he's one of the fan favorites uh, last couple of years. Grover Stewart, defensive tackle, is going to be sitting beside DeForest Buckner up there in the middle of that D-line. How big is the return of Grover Stewart for this game? Uh, it's huge, you know, but I really don't expect him to have uh, a ton of big plays to be made out there. He just has to get back in the game shape. He's been off for a very, very long time, and he probably took a ton of reps this week just trying to get his, you know, feet back under him, so to say. Uh, but it's going to be tough. It's it's, it's going it's to be really hard for him to just come back in and make plays. He's going to make some plays, but he's going to be all, he's not going to, he's not going to be in there for, you know, 80% of the snaps. Like, so uh, it'll help out the defense, but I think he's, it's going to be, you know, a couple games at least before he gets into back into, you know, mid-season form, so to speak. We've seen on offense, the Indianapolis Colts have been able to move the ball in multiple different ways, even with Jonathan Taylor out. Where when Jonathan Taylor goes out, we start freaking football. Um, what, what do you feel like would be the primary thing that the Indianapolis Colts want to do against this Bengals defense? Run the ball. They have to establish the run game. And I think that there's yards to be had um, in the run game if they do that. You know, um, last week was unless it's it's um, we're up over 150 yards rushing. The, I just feel like there was room still to be had to for the for them to run the football. And I think on this, you know, Bengals defense, you can do that. You saw the way the Bengals were able to move. The, I mean, you saw the way Jacksonville was able to move the football on them last week. Um, and they were really susceptible to the screen game as well. Those those quick passes. Um you know, I think that there's going to be a lot of stuff underneath this that's, that's, that's uh, going to be available to the Colts um, as opposed to just trying to throw the deep ball. We know that's not our game, but we did show that last week. So that's definitely on the menu. But I think really getting everything established around the line of scrimmage, controlling and dominating the line of scrimmage is going to be key in this game. Absolutely. Um, right now, Shane Steichen, he's got me fired up. Every game, he's got two or three plays that are just outstanding. And uh, that I've never seen the Colts play before. And I, I say this every every episode, but it, it just continues week after week after week after week. And I got a feeling by the way the Indianapolis Colts are playing, the way they're reacting, they have one, finally 100% bought in to this offensive scheme and Shane Steichen. Is, is that how you're feeling as well? And, and how important is that for the players to buy into the offensive scheme? Oh, it's huge. I mean, that's that's the hidden the hidden thing about coaching that people don't realize. Like, you can be a great coach and, and, and design X's and O's all day long on how you think this is going to work, fit, how you want to utilize guys, how you feel like they will best, you know, expose the weakness of the defense. But all that's great, fine and dandy. 
but you also have to take in the human factor of it, an element as well of getting an actual 11 grown men to 15 grown men or whoever's in that rotation to believe in your process. And so I think that um, the Colts offense, if they're not even believing in it, it's just becoming what they do because this is what's being called and what's being asked to do. I think that there's even more that we can get out of this, out of everyone on the offensive unit once they fully believe and, and buy in. And I think that that just comes from, you know, time spent with one guy who's calling the shots. And so I just know, like, you know, in my playing days, like when you really rocked with your offensive coordinator and he really made you feel like this is the best for the offense and this is how we're going to beat this team and really buy in, you know, um, it, 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 it takes the game, it takes the offensive game of a whole nother level because, yeah, X's O's are great. There's a ton of smart guys in the league and tons of smart coordinators and head coaches that call offenses, but does it really work? And do these guys believe like, because you guys will be in the huddle and the play will get called and we'll like look at each other. Like, this shit ain't gonna, excuse me. This ain't going to work. Like, you know? And so like, uh, but when it's called and you know, your coordinator is calling that call because he believes that this is the best thing for you guys to do. And you, you, you can look over and see him and he's looking at you guys like, let's go, let's get it. It's a whole different ball game then, man. It's, 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 it's special. Yeah, and it it really helps players to buy in and believe, even even if on paper or in practice they're like, you know, that doesn't work or something. But when you're on the game, on the field, right, in a game and play after play after play of these weird plays that he's drawing up, not only succeeds, but succeeds in big plays, big, big yardage, time after time after time. Mm-hmm. You know, I I think that just that helps players no matter what, you know, uh, just buy into something like that. At least it, it, it did for me when I was playing, uh, granted, not professionally, but still, uh, I had an offensive coordinator that that liked to throw in trick plays here and there. And every once in a while they'd work and then that would keep you on that on that cusp of all right. When he calls them, they might work, even though they didn't work in practice. <laughs> Every defense is different, right? <laughs> Every defense is different. So maybe he'll, you know, catch a defense off guard or something. Um, Gardner Minshew, man. Is it Minshew mania now? I mean, uh, have you seen – did you see his dance and his, his, his uh, post-game dance in the locker room? I mean, <laughs> he was getting down. Oh my goodness. <laughs> he was he was having some fun in there. Well, I mean, um, as he as, like as he should be having fun right now. Like, you know, there's a lot of doubters out there still. Um, there's a lot of people that have counted him out and he knows that. He hears it, he sees it, he reads it, he feels it in the stadium, he hears people yelling. Um, and so like when you can string wins, winning the NFL is hard. To win in the NFL is hard. So when you can string those along and you're the starting quarterback and you know that your play is pretty predicated on you playing well, um, not making mistakes. Like, you know, like you feel good after a game. So now is it Minshew mania? I don't think it's Minshew mania. Minshew mania was back in Jacksonville when he came out of nowhere and no one knew who he was. And they're like, Minshew, like Cashew, like what are you talking about? And he played well. Like that's when he put his name out there. That's the only reason why he has a job right now is because when he he got an opportunity, he played well. But I think he really just shocked a lot of people because they didn't think he could do what he could do. Right. And, and, and there wasn't a ton of expectations from him 
when he was Minshew mania. It was just go out there, sling the ball around, go hug your dad after the game. Cameras put on your dad every time you you make a good throw. It's 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 it, it's almost like um, my guy out in, in San Fran, Purdy. It's almost like him, right? When Purdy came out of nowhere, you're like, who, Mr. Re-? Like, and then he was able to sling the ball around a little bit. Now this, I feel like there's still, if we want to say like, a, there's a Purdy mania, but I don't know if there's a mainstream mania. I think right now everyone kind of knows like his, he's he's reached his plateau of 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 who he's going to be as a quarterback. I mean, we're just happy that it's enough to to to, to get wins, but. It's not him that's getting these wins, and I think everyone's starting to realize that. Like, it's the defense, it's the it's the it's the plays like by you know other guys have elevated their play. People that you didn't expect to be, you know, like make plays like your guy Cincinnati, right? Like when like when, when we said earlier in the season, like you're like Alec Pierce, my my pace is running thin. Well, finally now he's starting to step up and he made some plays. So is it really? I don't think it's Minshew mania. I think it's like all right, guys around you make plays. Right. Defense ball out, get to the quarterback that all that allows me to do is to be able to manage a game and keep us in the game. And then, like, let the chips fall where they may, where somebody's got to make a play. Somebody's got to block a punt. Somebody's got to get this pick. Somebody's got to get this 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 uh, sat fumble six. Like, you know, what I'm saying like stuff like that. Right. But I don't know. I don't think that I think the Minshew mania is long gone. So. What sounds like to me is you're saying this is a team game and, you know, he is surrounded by playmakers on all three phases, offense, defense, and special teams. And, yeah, I mean, you know, like – Just one guy. Yeah, I mean, like, your your chances of winning with sub uh, – sub like, sub what do, you want, what do I want to say? Like, subpar performance, when I can block two punts and I return one for a touchdown, gives me a chance to be a mediocre, mediocre quarterback. Now, I'm not saying he's mediocre. But what I'm saying is, is he elite? Right. I'm not putting him top 10. Okay, <laughs> there you go. So, but he's doing enough to have them over 500 in the playoff race. Like he's cut down his turnovers. He's a smart guy. He knows his limitations. He knows where he lacks in his game. And he's just trying to freaking hide the, the chinks in the armor. He's doing a good job of it. And also Shane Steichen is doing a good job of it too. Like, let me put this guy in position to be the best that he can be. But guess what? I also got to call your number, and you got to make some plays. You got to make some throws for me now here and there. You got to make some good decisions now. Like, you're an NFL quarterback. I can't, I can't hold your hand the whole time. I can't baby you in this whole situation. Like, we're paying you money to do, to do a job, and we need you to do it. So, yeah. like, I'm dancing, too, if I know I'm a backup quarterback and somebody's got to pay me if I keep winning games like this. I'm dancing. What, Absolutely. What you want me to do? I got moves, right? So, you know, so like, yeah, he's happy with it. I, I'm happy for him, man. I love to see the individual mental battles and the people jump over those hurdles, man. Like, and they, people and get an opportunity. Like, that's where I'm like excited about when I see a guy come from nowhere and he plays well and he steps up and he just like a Zaire Franklin kind of situation on defense. Um, you know, where 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 a guy who you're like who like. From what school, like, I never watched seeing him in college. Like, now all of a sudden he's a perennial playmaker. He's on defense, and the league knows his name. It's one time. It's one thing if, if, the, if, the, if the local fan base knows your name or whoever watches just your team knows your name. But when you're mentioned around the league as, 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 a, top, as a top guy at any position, offense, defense, special teams, like, now you're starting to make your name known. 
And all that does is increase your value when it's time for you to hit the market or that or the current team will see how much you value me too. So I just love to see these guys start making plays. Like Alec Pierce is one guy that just really stepped up on the offense. I mean, when you look at um um uh, uh the tight end, um just came back and had that big catch. Um Kylan Granson. Granson, seeing him make plays, like come back and make plays and 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 block well. And, and when your number's called, you get a catch and, you, and you, you get a ton of yards off. Like, I love to see defense. Look at, like, if you really look at our defense, and I don't mean to jump off the, just go off, like, five the cusp here, but, like, we look at our defense, like, a lot of these guys coming out weren't highly touted guys, right? Like, you're, start, you, like, like you're doing a good job of putting a team around. So, I would, like, and these guys are starting to play well now. So, like, when we look at it, when, when you say, like, well, the GM, I mean, he must – he must like he must like people. Just, I don't know what the what the love affair is with them, but like sometimes it takes time to build something when you can envision it, and then you got to get the right pieces in place. And it's a lot of trial and error. And sometimes you hope that you get enough time to finish your hypothesis, right? Like this is just a huge experiment. But when it starts to come together slowly but surely. It feels good, and you're gonna have chinks in the, you're gonna have bumps in the road. You're gonna get your your franchise quarterbacks gonna be out for the rest of the season. Well, good thing is I I got an insurance plan over the summertime bringing this guy in, right? Well, I didn't really want him to play, but I knew if he had to step in for a hot second, he could do that. He he's shown that he can play in the NFL as opposed to a lot of the other guys that that we've had over the number of years. And our backup situation was, you didn't even want that guy freaking even suiting up on Sunday. Like, bro, stay home. Like, you know what I'm saying? So like. When you look at it from the standpoint of that, like this team is being really built together and it's coming together at the right time really well. Now, are we Super Bowl contenders? I don't know. I can't. I'm not going to go fly and just be like crazy like fan and say, yeah, we're going to Super Bowl because there are some teams that are established and, and, and know how to play in, in the postseason. And when you get to the postseason, that all matters, too. I don't care how well you're clicking in the regular season. How much postseason uh, experience do I have on my team right now so that when we get there, these guys really know how to play? Because that's the difference. Yeah, yeah. There are some guys on this team that know how to, you know, handle postseason. Obviously, our head coach, you know, as well. Speaking of the head coach, and and you were talking about Chris Ballard and, you know, ooh, you know, the players that he's gotten and all that. Look, they're playing very well right now with a lot of key players that have missed major time this season, right? Uh, so, so almost every major spot has had uh, one of their top guys, if not the top guy, miss major time. Does that – is the success currently – do you credit that to the GM or do you credit it or, – or do you say, well, Shane Steichen – is getting this success in spite of, you know, the situation that cause I, you're hearing it both ways out there. Yeah, no, I mean, so like I credit, I, 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 I credit both of them because it's one thing as a GM to where you're picking and choosing the pieces that go on the chessboard. That's one thing. That's, that's your mandatory job. Like that's your main focus is, looking at this thing from a bird's eye view and putting this piece here, this piece here, this piece here, this piece here. But now I just put the pieces down. Now what's next? Now the actual player that's sitting there, now he's got to freaking make the make the chess move. You see what I'm saying? So, like, 
And when I say the chess move, the chess move is making sure that everyone buys into what you're saying, making sure that everyone gels well and plays well together, moving people, starting guys, giving guys more snaps, like, like taking snaps away from some guys, like changing up different packages. You know what I'm saying? And then getting, getting, getting is one thing. Getting guys motivated is one thing. Keeping them motivated and believing in you is a whole nother obstacle. And it's very, very hard to think about if you've got five months of straight laser-like tunnel vision focus to be a model uh, a prospect or whatever you want to call it of what you're preaching, you preach that you are this, that, and this every single day from, from OTAs all the way through the season, you got to be that guy. You, you can't waver when times are bad. You got to keep guys focused because guess what? Ultimately, you're the leader. You're the head coach. You make you you you're leading your team in the battle. You're the freaking general that says charge. You know what I'm saying in Revolutionary War, right? Like you're that guy. And if they don't believe in that, they don't believe in you. How much? How many motivated soldiers do you have on the field when Sunday hits? So yeah, it's I I give it to both of them. Like you got to have insurance pieces. Well, we got this guy in the fold, right? So like something happens here, we can plug this guy in here. But guess what? Yeah, we plug him in now. The moment might be a little big. Hey, let me come to come. Hey, come here, man. You're here for a reason. We believe in you. I believe in you. I know you can do this. I know you got this. I know you understand the packages. We've been talking about this. We've been getting reps. We're going to make sure on Sunday, I want you to go out there and be the player that we brought you here to be. And that plays in the guy's psyche, and that makes the guy play better in the situation. When I know that the guy's behind me, I know the guy's wearing the suits up top. I know the guy with the headset on. I know he believes in me. I know that they really want me on the field. They, they're not just like, oh, shit. We got to have so-and-so out there. Who else? Who else? Who's on the street right now that we could bring in? That ain't a good feeling. So it's, it's a hard task and it's a hard job. And I give any head coach and any GM, when you find that winning formula, it ain't just, it ain't just the guy who's doing the Campbell commercials too, right? It's the guy that's freaking who essentially can, is going to hire and fire you. Right. Because he, he had to put you in that position that he felt like that's, this is the best guy to lead my team for, you know, 18, 19 weeks, you know, in the NFL season. I have a weird feeling that uh, there are people out there that watch my shows, our show together on a consistent basis. And they probably have a drinking game and take a shot every time I say absolutely in response to something you say. Yeah. <laughs> um, look, the last four games the Indianapolis Colts have had, uh, it's not exactly been against world beaters. Right, I think the best record uh, holder with three, four wins, I think, is the most wins that uh, uh, any of the teams that we faced in the last four weeks. Is this Bengals game a validity game to the four wins that we've had the last the last uh, four games? Um, nah, I don't see it being a validity game. As far I think, I think that I think that the Colts have proved that they're valid already um i think it's a more of a validity game if joe burrow was was going to be the quarterback um but when you when you beat up when, when you beat a team who has an asterisk next to their name now you can say that about the colts too but i think our asterisk was put on us a uh, way sooner than theirs their asterisk was so this yeah. is who we are right this is like when you i don't care who what team it is when you try to come in and say that we, we're still the same team, we're not going to, everyone's going to rally and play better in the middle to later half of the season. 
with a new quarterback, that's a different team. That ain't going to be this. They're not going to just click on all cylinders and just pick up where they left off. So validity game, no, nah, I won't give it that. It's 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 a must win. And I think every game here on out is a must win on our, on our schedule just from how things are shaping out. I think AFC South is up for grabs at this point. Yep, absolutely. Like Trevor Lawrence, that's another shot. Trevor Lawrence <laughs> – Trevor Lawrence is out for an extended amount of weeks and he's going to, they're going to push it for him to get back and this ain't going to be right. And he's going to play like crap. And I'm just going to say it right now because it's going to happen. It happens every year. And they're so desperate to run into these playoffs. Like they've been thinking it's about to happen all year. And now they freaking quarterback goes down They're They're hurting. So I don't like that idea. I would, I would let CJ Beathard play, you know, I'm just, and let, let, let no. me, I know what you're saying. I, yeah, no. I was the coach. I'd be like, "No, nah, dude, you're sitting after you. You was bad. You couldn't even stand. You know. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but they're they're over here talking about some. He wasn't ruled out for this 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 week's I game. Yet. I'm like, this dude just got freaking folded up like a pretzel with his ankle fell on, stepped on by a 330 pound man. Like, what are we talking about right now? But this is the NFL. Like, they will rush it back. Like, they're he's going to get endless amounts a day of treatment. And what's going to happen is just going to rush him back. But I'm saying the, the Colts have an opportunity here to – it comes down to the Colts and the Texans. Who wants it more? Yeah. Who wants it? Who wants it? To be fair, he, yeah, he's not ruled out, but Shane Steichen didn't rule out Jonathan Taylor for this week. So, you know, I mean yeah. – <laughs> I mean, you have a valid point. You have a valid point. And, but I'm just saying, man, like, let's just – like, who are you fooling with with the game plan? You ain't fooling, you're not fooling the coach. Uh, you're not fooling anyone. Who's your next opponent? You're not fooling them. Like, like we know he ain't going to be in there. We know this is the guy that we saw for the rest of the game. Let's watch this film here. We got a good amount of, you know, at least, you know, half a game where we can really dissect and see what they, how they changed their offense, what they were doing, what's his capabilities, what, what are his limited, like, lim- like, what are his limits, right? And, like, let's figure it out. But we're not going to sit here and be like, oh, yeah. Uh, 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 he's gonna be in the game. He ain't gonna be in the heat. Listen, he ain't gonna be. He ain't, he ain't doing nothing for the next three, four weeks. He shouldn't. But that ain't gonna be the case because it's gonna come down to a very tight AFC South race. Yeah, yeah. I've I've stated many times I've had really bad high ankle sprains, and you you need four to six weeks for that sucker. You know, might be able to come in three to four, but it's general four to six just so that you know you got strength and you might be able to walk out there with you know a lot of support around it that's going to limit your mobility obviously like a ton so uh i think we're about at the end of it now let's talk about predictions indianapolis colts in cincinnati against the Bengals. who you got and why man with all that being said with all that we said today about everything <laughs> They still have the Bengals a favorite in this game, which is mind blowing to me. I think the Colts are by one. I think they're net. I think it's Colts minus one. The by last time I checked, it was Cincinnati minus two and a half. Colts Bengals odds. Let me look at that real quick. Uh, what the Indy Star has? Oh, it won't let me see Indy Star because I'm not. I hate when it. I hate when it. Indy Star, stop doing that, man. Like, stop doing that. I'm not subscribing over there. I'm for it. For it. I just want to. I just want the answer. I just want to see what you wrote for two seconds. I'm not paying for that. 
Now they, they have changed it. Bengals minus one. Earlier this week, it was Colts minus one. So yes. I, I, I don't know what's prompted this change. Um, Listen, the Bengals have a good offensive line, in my opinion. They got, you know, I know Joe Burrow had his, his hiccups in there, but, like, for the most part, like, when you look at DeWan Jones over there at right tackle, like, there's not – I don't think he's given up more than a, a couple sacks the whole season, if that. Like, the kid's playing lights out as a rookie. He's a big human being. Um, I had the, uh, the the honor of training him a few times uh, after he got drafted. Um, he's a good player. I, I, it's going to be an interesting matchup to see, you know, Pay and all those guys try to get past him on that that line. I, and so, you know, like, to be honest with you, like, the pressure might have to come from the middle. I don't know how many sacks you get just up the gut like that. Um, that I think that's what's really changing this game, to be honest with you. If I had a guess, like, it's got to be up front, like, with this matchup. Um, but uh, I'm just going to go out on a limb. I mean, man, you got Jamar Chase out there. He's a game changer in the secondary. Wow. Colts fans. Is it okay to not like? <laughs> Dude, I don't care what you put down. Uh, you know, this is honest, honest opinions here. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going 24-17. No, 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 I'm taking that back. I'm going, I'm going 21-17 Colts. 21-17 Colts. I think this. I think this game goes. Uh, I think we're going to have a lot of offense in this game. Well, Bengals' offense is still pretty good. Uh, Browning looked pretty pretty good against the Jackson, but now uh, obviously I don't think that uh, Browning's going to have the same uh, success he had uh, against the uh, when he's playing against the Colts. Uh, I think there's going to be a little bit more pressure there. They might now. Joe Mixon might run the ball pretty darn well. Uh, it just depends on how good our run defense is with Grover Stewart in. Um, but I, I'm, I'm getting more and more faith in our secondary. Um, uh, DJ Baker's out there playing pretty pretty darn good as of late. He seems to be, uh, whenever a, a star receiver is on his end, he seems to lock them down um, rather than getting PIs like what he was getting earlier this year. So now, granted, Jalen Jones on the other side, uh, not been playing nearly as good. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot of points, a lot of yards. I think the Colts will try to run the ball, but Cincinnati likes to try to stuff that as well. Uh, but I, I feel like we have weapons. We can pass the ball when needed as well. Uh, it's going to be a pick your poison game for both teams, both offenses. Uh, 31-27 is what I've got. And I think it's going to be – I think last team with the ball wins. I think someone's going to score a field goal, then another team's going to walk down, score a touchdown. Um, I'm going to go with Colts just because coin flip right now. Uh, but uh, and 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 you know I'm a Colts fan, so I want to root for them. Uh, but yeah, I think it's it's just really tight, and it's going to come down to who has the ball last. Okay. Well. That, I think that that's a, a fair assessment. I just I, I think this is going to be a more physical game where it's going to be a little bit lower scoring than thirty. Points. Well, 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 I mean, I think it could be a very physical game. These two teams play each other quite a bit, and they're just right down the road from each other. You yeah, know? they're not very far. We, they they practice against each other in training camp quite a bit as well. Play every uh, year in so, training camp. Yeah, 
Yeah, they know each other pretty darn good. This is we're talking about a Cincinnati team that, you know, their quarterback and wide receiver used to come to indie games to watch and learn from Peyton Manning and Marvin Harrison. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh so uh, I think it was Ocho Cinco and or Chad Johnson and uh was it Palmer? I think it was. Uh, Carson. Yep. All right. I think that's gonna do it for this episode. Any final words? No, you know, just Colts control their own destiny. They got to win out, in my opinion. Every game is very, very, very important. We can't afford to have any slip-ups. And it, I think it just became even more uh, important starting this week with the injury to uh, Lawrence down in Jacksonville. It's, it's this, this division's up for grabs. And if they want to not have to play in a wild-card game, um, you know, then it, this is it, every game they got to win. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is a situation where, see, that was two shots right there, back to back. <laughs> this, yeah. is a situation, this is a situation where the Colts have to take advantage and take care of business themselves. All they got to do is win and they're in, right? So th- th- they don't have to worry about other people. It's just about getting playoffs. And then once, it, once, once you reach there, then we see what happens at that point. I think that's going to do it for us here on Believe in Colts, brought to you by Bet Online. I'm Lawrence Owen. That's Donald Thomas. And as usual, go Colts. Go Colts. Do you believe? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.